It's 9.37 as we continue our coverage of Hurricane Ian, and sadly, southwest Florida is being hammered and lashed right along the coastline uh, by nearly a Category 5 hurricane at this hour uh, with the winds that are, uh, at this point, max sustained 155 miles per hour. We are expecting, and we did get an update, excuse me, from the Hurricane Center at 9 o'clock, and at that moment... Uh, the winds were max sustained at 155 miles an hour. Minimum central pressure had dropped again to 937 millibars. And so our next update will come here at 10 o'clock, and that'll be something that we will uh, bring you uh, coming up at 10. Also at 10, Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry and other leaders from the city's emergency operations center will be gathering to do an update. Uh, the mayor saying on Twitter about an hour or so ago that he would not order an evacuation for some of the low-lying areas, the uh, evacuation zones that are there. Uh, so we'll have that update coming at 10 o'clock this morning. I would imagine JEA will also be there and give us a general update on uh, how crews are pre-positioning, what the expectation is. Before that happens, we're joined once again by the CEO, Jay Stowe. And and I appreciate you peeling away a couple of minutes, Jay. You've got a really, really busy week, uh, and it's probably been a busy several weeks leading up to this because this is the time of year we prepare for these kinds of things. But since we last spoke yesterday and the track was changing does this change the plans that you have for responding to uh, widespread power outages in any way, and how? Well, no, first of all, thank you for having us back on to try to get the message out to, to people. And uh, my schedule is not really as busy as the 2,000 people uh, that are responding to this as employees of JEA and the 300 contract crews and mutual aid crews we have coming from all over the southeast to help us with this. Uh, but it doesn't really change our planning uh, we've been planning for this for the last several days. We actually plan for it year-round, uh, and and it didn't change. It changes maybe a little bit about where we where we are focused with the change in the um, in the the where the hurricane may come. Uh, but it still is a large hurricane with a lot of water, a lot of wind, and uh, we have crews, uh, professionals at this that are preparing and and getting out there to take care of everybody. Foundational yeah. to the community is what we talk about. Does the water, the flooding, and the storm surge threat potentially create even more power outage challenges? Are you having to anticipate even more outages, or would it be because of wind? So we have, because we have the electric system and the water system, we are concerned about both, and the storm surge and the floods can uh, have an impact on the uh, wastewater system. Uh, and on the on the water system. And so we're having to keep an eye on that as the storm surge comes in. We have some facilities that are very close to the beach and, and uh, we need to watch that storm surge and pay attention to that. And um, and we've got crews that are doing that right now. All told, I think you all have a little over a half a million accounts, if I'm not mistaken, at last check. And I don't remember what the number was during Irma, but it seemed like we were in the several hundreds of thousands at the peak of it. And we were talking about you never want to compare two storms. They're all unique. They have their own uniqueness. But are you anticipating the kind of widespread outages like we may remember from 2017 or Matthew in 2016? We are um, prepared for that. There were you're you're right. You remember that correctly. There were um, uh, not quite 300,000 um, out of, uh, and now we have over 500,000 accounts. Um, and so we are preparing um, for uh, something like that. Um, and uh, and we'll keep an eye on it. We have crews that are staging and getting ready, getting their trucks refilled, getting our trucks with uh, stocks and supplies for outages and, uh, and crews that are 
um, really just very good at their job and they're focused on uh, on the both the water and the electric side uh, and the customer side we have all 2,000 people have special jobs that they are doing in this case they kind of switch um, as a storm comes in they switch from their daytime regular job to what we call gray sky jobs so that we can be prepared to support the community so do you have a period of time is there like a 12-hour period where you'll for the safety of the crews who would specifically be out and even those who are part of the gray sky group uh, stay kind of in their safe place, and is that looking like tomorrow at some point? We judge that based on the conditions and on the wind. If it's 30 miles an hour or more, then we will be uh, sheltering uh, so that we can keep our crews and keep our people safe so that we can better respond uh, once it is safe for us to get out there. I understand. I think it was yesterday you all made the announcement, and there's not a lot left, but uh, the story that developed in the middle of the summer about not doing uh, disconnections, the um, uh, time frame of, I think, six weeks, uh, and then just, what, two weeks ago <laughs> was reestablished, uh, or maybe, was it last week? It's been a long last uh, 14 days, I think. Uh, you're not disconnecting right now until what time? Do you have a date? Yeah, we, so first of all, the most important thing is that we are working to be ready for the storms. Another piece of this is that during a storm like this, we will discontinue disconnects and uh, we're going to do that and talk to the city council last night about this um, and, and really with support of the city the mayor's office uh, we, we were able to say we're not going to disconnect till uh, October the 9th uh, and that that should give time for the storm to pass and clear and, and us to be ready to respond and then we will get back into a more normal routine keep in mind there's less than 200 people that are in that condition right now and so I think we're in pretty good shape uh, with that mostly focused on getting ready, getting ready to respond, to take care of our customers uh, and to um, take care of, be sure our, our crews and people are safe. The professionals that are doing this every day are good at their job and, and uh, um, they will um, they will do everything they can to keep things running smoothly. Jay Stowe is the uh, CEO of uh, J, uh, JEA and just a couple of other quick logistical questions in this last day or even at the height of the storm. What do you encourage homeowners to do? Power goes out. Do they call it in? Is there something we should be doing right now to kind of pre, uh, pre activate some sort of a, a tool that's available? What What do you want to make sure people know to do? So absolutely, there. You should right now be preparing and have and already have your hurricane kits ready. Have your batteries and flashlights and water and all of those things in case this get, does get bad and you have a, a problem at your uh, at your house or business. Um, when if there's an outage um, you can we will we will know because we can connect with the meters but uh, if you want to to go on our website to to be sure you let us know the beginning of this the stage one we are getting back on essential services we're making sure hospitals and nursing homes and those kind of places are up and running and then we will move into our uh, restoration one two three is what we call it we'll move into our second phase and start restoring power to the broader community uh, what is your worst case scenario in terms of impact to this? Well, the uh, the focus is to get ready in case uh, there is a worst case scenario so that we can respond as effectively as we can. And, and we've got crews ready to do that. What's your best case scenario then? It keeps going way, 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 way east. Yeah, I think we're all hoping for that, Jay, right now. Yeah. <laughs> the last day has looked really <laughs> promising to a lot of communities. Yeah. 
Sadly, right. we got a lot of others in the um, in the peninsula that uh, we do have to worry about here. So, all right, uh, the closing message, Jay Stowe, the uh, CEO of JEA, and I'm sure you're probably going to be a part of the mayor's um, group at 10 o'clock that updates us, so we'll have a chance to hear from you again. But is there kind of a closing message in this last day of almost prep before we get into the big show? Look, we, we, we talk about uh, that when we do our jobs well, everyone else can do their jobs well, that we're foundational to the community, and it's never more apparent than during an event like this. Um, be patient with us as we uh, respond as quickly and as safely as we can, um, and then do everything you can to keep yourself safe. Uh, we're going to do everything we can to keep our teams safe, too. Oh, let, let me end on that point, because the safety of the crew is going to be important. After the storm, we're into Friday at some point, maybe, or even Saturday. Uh, what do you urge residents to do just to make sure that the, the guys and gals who are out in the field have the clearance that they need and that kind of stuff? Is there some rule we should abide by? Yeah, it, it, it's, if you are driving down the road and you see a crew, then slow down, pull over. Um, uh, please uh, don't get anywhere near down power lines. Uh, be Don't go through standing water um, and, and just use common, good common sense and, uh, and be safe and take care of each other. Look, we talk about treating each other with courtesy, courtesy and respect. Um, we're going to need that because people are going to get tired. They're going to get anxious. Um, so be safe and treat each other well. All right. We'll leave it on that. Jay, you've got our number. Right. Uh, if you need to reach out, please don't hesitate to do so. Best of luck this okay. week until your team as well. Thanks. Thank you very much. All right. 946, an hour of Jacksonville's morning news and overtime uh, through 10 o'clock. We plan to get back to some semblance of regular programming at some point after the uh, mayor's update to the city of Jacksonville. And we'll uh, standing by is Brian Kilmeade, who also has great interest in what's happening with the storm because, after all, Brian is a part-time resident in Northeast Florida. WOKV News Time, 946.